Hey, we're listening. Oh, we're listening. Ha, you're listening. You are. You are fucking listening. You are. Brought to you by Foundation CrossFit here in Seattle. This is Tina. This is Andrew. And we are joined by one of our coaches here at Foundation CrossFit. Andrea, hello. Also happens to be our number one listener. Yay. <laughs> I'm sort of fangirling right now. Yeah, so you're gonna hear yourself later, regardless if you want to. Or yeah. Not. Awkward. So this is this is how it works. When you um, are our number one fan, we then make you come on the show. No, really, we're gonna talk about gymnastics today, and who better to speak on that than Andrea and Andrew? I'm useless today. I'm just going to be here asking questions. I'm gassy a little bit. I'm, re- I'm going to represent oh, the audience damn. and ask all the dumb questions. I'm full of milk, if that <laughs> counts, counts for anything. For anything? Yeah. yeah, dude. Is the baby here? Baby's not here. I oh. felt like if he was making noise, it would be slightly awkward. Unless we were talking about pregnancy and postpartum and working out, which yeah. we should at some point. But he's home with the hubs. So. Okay. Hi, my boo-boo. <laughs> Hi, boo-boo. I mean, Declan. <laughs> So before we get into some gymnastics conversations, um, anything we should catch up on? You know, no. No? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just ran, ooh, get it? I just ran FIT Tech yesterday on contemporary urban running theory. So that was fun. And I think uh, those who attended got a lot out of it. I'm just realizing because... I know whenever I program running in the gym, it's a really light uh, day of attendance. So I learned my lesson and I stopped programming like the running sessions so much because a lot of people just don't care about it. But they should because that's why they suck at running and they hate it so much. That's a, that's the thing too. When anybody attends any skill session related to running. That's some shit you gotta practice too, because that's that's some ingrained patterns, right? Ingrained movement patterns, and if you're not gonna practice your new stuff that you learn, it's nice in that moment, in that day when right. you're running those drills and stuff like that, and those practice laps. And then after that, you're gonna revert. I can't talk today. Revert. Revert. Relax your mouth, Tina. Usa. Back into whatever problems you had before. Yeah, uh, I think it's. You know, here at Foundation, there is a very important um, priority when it comes to sharpening your tools. And you're going to use it all the time. We're uh, going to make you run in here, and you might have to catch a bus bus one day or, you know, something else. Maybe you play uh, like a ball sport, which is essentially running, right? Soccer basketball, uh, football. So you should actively try to get better at how you run. And yet people don't, and uh, they don't care about it until they're hurt by it um, or their performance suffers because of it, and then they kind of just keep writing it off, which is sad. Um, I think you know a lot of people could improve it, and I know I had a like a a change of mindset maybe two or three years ago, which is weird to say that now. But, you know, back then I used, and I was talking about this yesterday, we have a whole bunch of shirts lining the perimeter of the gym here. And Nike one year came out with a running sucks shirt. Right. And I was like, ooh. And I bought I bought one for the gym and then I, I bought one for me to wear. Uh, and I always became the joke. And then, you know, in that, I was like, hey, you know what? I don't need to support this idea because it's not it's not a fun thing anymore. People are taking that too seriously. I know. It's a joke. It's a joke. And you should still get better at it. I ended up running a half marathon like the year after. Um, and it was fun. It was fun. Uh, I don't know if I would do it again because I don't know if I would want to do it again. But I didn't have an issue with it. And I'm glad that I did it and I know how to do it now. Um, but there are a lot of people out there who are like, I hate running so much. Um, yet they still sign up for these fun runs. Like, there was Beat the Bridge this past weekend and a bunch of our athletes uh, ended up doing that with friends and family and stuff. 
Yeah. Nobody wants to do the sexy shit. This is the theme this year. We're talking about all these, you know, the cool stories, the things that, the party tricks. Story, bro. But we don't want, you know, when it's just a Wednesday, we don't want to do any of the work. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of work, next week, I don't even remember the name of the class because this one's a long one as well. Chaos Theory. Chaos Theory. Tumbling and stuff. <laughs> I think is what we should just call. It. I was like tumbling, tum- falling, basic, and basic basic parkour. stuff. Yeah, ba- tum- falling. <laughs> we need to learn how to fall. Uh, that's falling is a skill, guys. Totally. Absolutely. Um, you know, I I was uh, working with someone he, like a personal training client here who's trying to you know start CrossFit, and I kept saying to her that we're gymnastic spies, and then she asked what that meant. And for a moment there, I was like, oh, the, what, what do I mean? So let's talk about that. When, we, when people come in here and we are a stickler for certain things, what does that mean? Like, why and why? Uh, people suck at moving, so, <laughs> you know, we try to teach them the right way. Yeah. Or a right way to move. Body lines. Yes, and so we're big about posture. You were talking about... Uh, your personal training. I I was doing some personal training this past week uh, or two. Now I don't remember how many. Uh, good old Russ, and he brought up a um brought it up in our conversation this morning that he was uh, he was telling his wife about the training that we're doing in here, and he's like, yeah, it's all about posture. That was the first thing that he said. Uh, Beautiful. Like, yeah. You know what? Way. He gets it. Yeah. Uh, he understands. Like, yeah, we want to see the lines of action and the shapes in the body. Uh, and that's essentially posture, right? You're, the lines of action. Yeah. You should look a certain way when you're standing. You should look a certain way when you're squatting. When you're running, there are some basic shapes and, and laws that have to be, um, you know, followed. And that's how we know you're doing it well. We should add an elective to FIT Tech and have it be like body geometry or something. There you lecture. Go. A lecture, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he took away that it's all about posture. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And that's why he moves so well. Uh, now, you know, it's all about bringing up that work capacity. Ain't it always? Yes. <laughs> When, so yeah, again, like yesterday with uh, FIT, I was like, "Hey, I'm just gonna teach you how to run well." This means and has no bearing on your actual aerobic capacity, but it, do- <laughs> yeah. but it does at the same time. Uh, meaning, I'm not here, and in this one session, I'm not gonna open the door to make you a better runner because it's just hard work. That's how you increase your capacity for strength. Uh, increase capacity for, capacity for stamina. That's how you do it for endurance. But if you don't know how to run well, you could be super inefficient. So it's like, you know, your your vehicle. If uh, you have a wheel that turns in, and, but when they're supposed to be straight, you're not going to be able to go forward that well. Or if you got like a wobbly wheel, or you're always driving with your parking brake on, or you know. Instead of holding the steering wheel straight, uh, for whatever reason, yours is always set like five degrees to the right, so that's where you have to hold it for you to go straight. And like these are these are amalgams and or not amalgams. These are uh, analogies to your running, right? Like oh, we haven't had a good analogy from you in a while. Yeah, so. yeah, like that that whole like your your tire is turned in all the time is yeah. your knee always coming in when you should be moving in straight lines forward and back. Um, you're you having funky, uh, what do you call it? Suspension is you jumping up and down a lot when you're supposed to be running in a in a forwardly straight line. You shouldn't have a lot of oscillation up and down. If I'm trying to go forward, if that makes sense. Sure. Right? Um, there shouldn't be a lot of torsion, which is a, a big one that I see from people all the time. When I'm running, again, all the movement and all the uh, energy I put forth should help me finish the job. And in running, it's go from point A to point B. So if while I'm running, I'm swinging my arms around and it's making me do like you ladies know when we do dynamic range of motion, the twist and pivot. Mm-hmm. There's no point to twist and pivot while you're running. You're wasting energy, and it costs a lot 
people don't realize that until they're too tired or their back hurts or whatever. And it's like, yeah, you know what? I don't need to focus on my right forearm when I squat. <laughs> and yet, that's what people are trying to do. They're trying to make up shit and add too much to it. So, you know, that's, that's some of the stuff we see there in running. Now, tomorrow or ne- next week's session for FIT Tech is more about like uh, being down on the ground. And you hear a lot of people in the fitness community nowadays talk about like primal movements and stuff, ground force whatever it's like yeah you know what uh andrew's got a little baby boy and guess where he spends a lot of his time right now it's on the ground um and guess who's gonna start moving really really well because of that and And, soon and soon now you take any of our old asses like how much time do we spend on the ground and how does that relationship determine our mobility and our movement um, Andrea and I both have uh, a good amount of gymnastics experiment or experience, and that means we've spent a lot of time on the ground. We try to get our CrossFitters in here spending a lot of time on the ground. For those who've been to classes this week, warm-ups were like planks and arches. We do a lot of crawling in our, in our movement patterns. We do burpees, which is our number one falling drill, if you didn't realize that yet. That's you hitting the ground and not smashing your face in or bruising your knee or whatever. It might happen every once in a while, but that's that's your practice. And then you get off the ground. And then you get back on the ground. You get off the ground. You get back on the ground. So on and so forth. So uh, there's a reason to that. And as you see populations get older, their ability to move off the ground and to the ground um, is reduced substantially and oh shit, use it or lose it, now you've got bad hips or a bad back or whatever. And you can't, you don't have movement freedom because you don't respect your your relationship with the ground. I just bought a new shag rug, so I'm spending a lot of time <laughs> hanging out on that shag rug. For real, and you can ask Sheena, like, she'll find me like laying down and taking naps on that more than like our beds or... Uh, the couch and now that you know we're moved into our new place i don't know if she's taken any pictures but my girlfriend started a sleeping andrew account mm-hmm. so i'm sure I everyone that every once in a while i remember and i fondly look back on oh, yeah. just the moments <laughs> yeah she still tags me and stuff i still haven't followed it but, um you live it <laughs> i live it i was there man kind um, of <laughs> yeah I'm sure sooner than later you guys will see that rug if you uh, know that Instagram account. Anyway. What's so, isn't that kind of weird? I might sound stoned in a moment, like as I'm playing this out. As you're uh, smoking some weed over there. Yeah. Just kind of thinking about how when you lay on a surface that's elevated from the floor, no big. But as soon, let's say it's like a foot tall. And it's a, you know, it could be a stiff pad. It could be, like, not even very comfortable. Or, like, a wooden, ca- like, something, right? Like, some kind of slab of some kind. You lay on that. That feels relatively normal. But as soon as you have to get a little bit lower and get yourself all the way in the ground, for some reason, that's, like, that much more effort. It yeah. feels Ooh, like effort. Why so is that? Because you don't practice that range anymore. You don't respect the whole, like, look, the, the ground is something that we all have to deal with all the time. It's all the way down there. Yeah, all the way down there. And, like, if I don't have a chair, if I don't have anything else, you, you still have the ground. So you can you can deal with it, or you can be like, oh, there's nowhere to sit. You, tell, you always have a place to sit. I'll tell you what. Having a baby forces me on the ground. Yeah. Right? He, I mean, he's on the ground all the time, but he needs a funny face to look at right. yeah. to be stimulated. So you're about to be on the ground all the time too. But it, I mean, well, I'm already there. So well, you're practicing. I'm going to be like, Hey baby, rug. Hey baby, welcome to my world. <laughs> welcome to my rug. Don't you dare throw Quite up. Quite literally. This. Oh, he, I just picture the baby sitting on the couch looking at her dad. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to be that dude. You know, it's going to be, I'm going to be the weird dad when she's uh, like a teenager. Oh, God. I, I can definitely wait for those years. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she invites friends over, and I'm the weird guy, like, stretching on the ground. Yeah. Swimming in my shag. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, girls, did you want any cookies? Creepy dad. Yeah. Elevated pigeon on everything. You know. It, it's going to be fun. 
She's going to be that girl doing it right with you, though, I feel. Right. I'm saying with uh, baby Dex. Let's hope so. Yeah. So, it's super important knowing how uh, how to relate to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, let's say, how does you know how does this affect our our athletes in here and our CrossFitters? Well, number one, people are all in the handstands. You're only going to be good at holding yourself in a handstand if you know how to support yourself on your hands on the ground. So you need to practice more crawling and and setting your hands on the ground and stuff. Right. Forget before. being upside down. Yeah. Right. You just need to be able to crawl and hold yourself for a long time or whatever, so that you know your wrists. Your uh, the musculature, your joints, your ligaments, um, tendons, and your structure, and know how to take that before you do one of the ultimate expressions of that, which would be the handstand. That being said, uh, you know we still teach handstands against the wall, either back to wall or chest to wall. You need options as far as safety is concerned. How do you get out of a bad situation? Crumble to the ground. Crumble to the ground and fall on my face. <laughs> Yeah, what else could you do that doesn't involve falling on your face? You could learn how to roll. You could learn how to, you know, safely guide yourself back down using whatever abilities you have, whether that's flexibility or strength or just uh, coordination and reaction. And hopefully, um, you know, that's one of those deeper senses of what you end up learning, even though you might show up and we're just going to talk about forward rolls. Right. You know what's funny is that day that we did handstands for FIT Tech, and I was in your class, and what were we doing? Uh, I think chest a wall. And something that I take for granted because I've been doing it since I can remember, I can't remember not being able to do it, is you demonstrated how you could tell me, fall to the right, fall away from me, fall toward me, or whatever it was, and I could do it, and I sort of take that for granted in that aspect of being able to fall safely without even thinking about it, and I think that that is A, what holds people up from moving away from the wall if they're ready. Because they don't have exit off. Well, exit right. strategies. Yeah. Control. And, control. Well, you know? it's control, and yeah. it's sort of when you're upside down and you get comfortable against the wall, and then you take yourself against the wall, and you start to fall, then you have those freak-out moments that you know. And the domino effect, and you take out all 15 of your classmates <laughs> next to you. <laughs> but it was something that I didn't, those are the things that I sort of, it's an aha moment for me in my coaching because I forget sometimes that right. I have that ability to just fall and know that I'm going to be safe. Yeah. Um, you know, it must be weird to coach as people who've done gymnastics your entire lives. I still have an issue with it sometimes. Like, because you guys don't know how to put yeah. your hands on the ground? Yeah, like, just like, just that disconnect, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, I didn't do gymnastics, uh, gymnastics as a kid, but I did cartwheels and handstands and stuff, so I haven't, I'm comfortable being upside down. Um, so I don't even know sometimes how to work with somebody who's like, honestly, I don't, I'm, I, I've never really been upside down and... Mm-hmm. I get, I'm really confused. Yeah, there's some people who literally like freak out. I know I've had an athlete in the uh, the gym, and it was a handstand day, and no joke, full on anxiety attack. And I was like, oh, uh, let's do this instead. And you know, I was just trying to uh, handle the situation as best as possible. Yeah, I was like, oh, you know, the same thing that we do when our hands on the ground is the same thing that we do when a barbell is in our hands overhead. So head. Grab this barbell, put it overhead. Cool, you're good. That's the same thing. Awesome. Right. And we're able to bring that back down and um, bring that comfort level back up. But it is one of those things like she probably got burnt one time. Here's a PSA for parents, Andrew. Put your kids in some sort of gymnasticky program, even if they don't stick with it, because rolling backwards is super important. As a kid, if you don't roll backwards, that's what creates that. Anxiety because it stimulates a specific part in your inner ear. And if you don't do it as a kid, it's super scary to do that, you know, to go upside down in general. So yeah, that, for nothing else... That gets else, into your cranial nerves or whatever. Oh, for sure. Right. And if for nothing else, if your kid only does gymnastics until they're five, besides all the other benefits of coordination and stuff, that, right, help long term. Yeah, and it's still one of these things that while people haven't put things to practice all the time they're always quick to talk about their experience and mention like oh yeah i used to do gymnastics when i was a kid blah 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 blah. okay so you should remember how to do a forward roll yeah (laughs) 
Like, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. But you always want to spout off that you did gymnastics or you did CrossFit or you were a weightlifter or you did karate or whatever. So, so speaking of then, oh no, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, um, as coaches, or I mean, I feel like any of our coaches would be able to do this, but we had a visitor in uh, last week. Her name was Courtney, and we were doing you Courtney. know wall walks or whatever, and then we were doing variations of handstands, and she just came off the wall and started doing freestanding handstand, and I was like, oh, you were a gymnast. And she's like, oh, yeah, like we can spot you from a mile away. <laughs> so that sort of translation into CrossFit and what we do is very evident in movement, I feel, um, if you did gymnastics any sort of in any sort of capacity um, past three, four, five years old. So is it's that really true, easy though? To spot. Right? Is that true, though? So that's what I was going to ask about. Um, we were about to deal with some adults, and we were calling a class tumbling. And and then you hear You're the word about gymnastics. To do rolls. Right, you hear the word <laughs> gymnastics, and of course the sexy stuff comes to mind. Oh, um, there are there are going to be no back handsprings or of back tucks. Maybe not even a cartwheel <laughs> or whatever. Well, we might. The cartwheel might be the culmination of the time. <laughs> that's about as far. <laughs> as is what you take away from it. Like I have. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I want to get into. Is that is that gymnastics? People think of the flare, the flips. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that stuff they see in the Olympics, but but what? Let's talk about like the root of like what? What are we talking about? What's the foundation, if you will? You know, what are we striving for? If you're Andrea? trying to to yeah. to uh, you know train to that standard, well, the foundation of gymnastics is exactly what Andrew was talking about earlier: shapes, right? That hollow body position, the arch position. Even things like, I mean, yes, it's going to be really rudimentary in the field of gymnastics when you come in to learn, quote unquote, tumbling. You're going to be learning forward rolling or rolling in general, maybe some cartwheels because those are safe. (laughs) Um, But it's a lot of the unsexy shit, all of the stuff that is tedious and boring and And hurts your core and (laughs) so hard. Like being able to hold a position for three minutes without breaking. Such as a plank, a forearm <laughs> plank, an arch, a hollow. But I just want to do handstands. <laughs> All of it. And even like, even things like people, I feel like people have the perception that things like pointing your toes is aesthetics. And it's really not. If your no. toe isn't pointed, your calf isn't on. Your quad isn't all the way on. Yeah. And that is the stuff. Hey, pointing that, toes is that corny shit. I don't do no that <laughs> corny shit. I feel like people that's, think it's that's too, why your shit is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people think that that's that's like silly and it's just like right for pretty and whatever. And not well, only I had uh, some people this morning. I uh, I changed one of the accessories uh, as I was writing it down this morning for barbell. And instead of hollow rocks, I'm like, N- you guys aren't at that level. They're so ugly when you do them. It's uh, true. By the way, if you didn't know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's why actually, I, that was my reasoning behind it. Well, I think that and people... Then, yeah, I, I was like, oh, we'll, we'll do L-sits instead. Accumulate 30 seconds in an L-sit. Mm-hmm. L-sit. How long that take you? Uh, yeah, and it was like, hmm, look, these aren't L-sits. They're tucks. Mm-hmm. Like, no one wants to lock their legs out. Okay, you're not playing leverage, but you can... Lift a hundred kilos. This is weird. Mm-hmm. Like you're, there's a definite weakness that we found. Work on it and be serious about working on it. Don't just try to get it done for now. You know you suck at it. Imagine what happens when you take that weak link out of the chain, right? Anyways, go ahead, Andrea. No, I just, I think that it's super important, and I think that people aren't honest with themselves about their level of their quote unquote core strength or yeah be honest (laughs) well it's frustrating when we're doing hollow bodies and you're like hey if your lower back comes disconnected from the floor and i can fit my hand underneath there scale it back and they're like oh no 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 i i want my feet no but i'm doing it look i'm pointing my toes well okay great when you get against the wall and you try to do a handstand guess what position that is that's a hollow body position and you're gonna look like you did on the floor like shit Right? Or you're gonna or you're gonna be on the floor when you're supposed to be doing a handstand because yeah. you're gonna crumble. You know, it's not. I don't think that people don't that people think they have midline and core strength. I think that they what they're doing is good enough. Because well, maybe isn't, that too. isn't the goal. Isn't the goal is that I'm like all the way out like this. So here's the and rub. So it's not perfect, but like that. Yeah. Right? Here's the rub. Uh, I think, and maybe I am speaking for Andrew as well, and you can correct me if not. 
Former gymnasts love finding CrossFit as a fitness thing to just like, oh, look, it's it's something I can maintain for a very long time. Uh, it utilizes elements of my past training. I like it. I like doing it. It's fun. It's still challenging. And then I get to, you know, this whole idea of skill transfer really shows up because now I also get to play in the world of um, weightlifting, whether it's Olympic weightlifting or powerlifting, using barbells, so on and so forth, uh, picking up kettlebells, seeing those uh, shapes that are very familiar being utilized in movements and momentum involved in those particular respects, right? And then being able to mix it up and make it fresh and exciting each and every time is fun for the, you know, former gymnast. And even at the high level, that's what you keep hearing uh, after they call you know, certain athletes out. Oh, uh, former gymnast, blah, 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 blah. it's like, Oh yeah. Cause it, it matters. <laughs> so, well, I think it's, I, I think it's like a sort of a catch 22, if you will, that as a gymnast, once you're 18, it's either college or you're done. Right. And there's so, no, there's no real money to be made. Absolutely not. You can't be a professional gymnast. Your, your high goal is going to be Olympics, right? Or so, Cirque du Soleil, come on. Oh, hell yeah, girl. So for me, I went to college. I did gymnastics as a club sport, not a competitive school because we were Division One, and I am certainly not a Division One gymnast, but we did it as, I did it as a club sport. But to then have that growing up from like age five, that competitiveness that's in you, to find CrossFit that you can still dip your toe into because once you're out of college, you can't compete. It's not like a pickup soccer league that you can join if you were a soccer player. So it feeds that sort of animal. And then I also think that the transfer of having a coach tell you very small corrections to make to your body is how you grow up, right? I grew up with my coach saying, squeeze your butt, point your toes again, 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 right? So having coming in here as an athlete, now put on my athlete hat, and having Andrew say, pull with your shoulder back a slightly, you know, slightly back a little more, or whatever it may be. They're small, minute corrections. As a gymnast, that's what you feed off of. So it's no surprise to me, let alone the skill transfer, that, I mean, that's inherent. Well, and you understand as a gymnast the relationship. Oh, the coach is here to help me, right? And they're going to watch me, and they are going to help me piece by piece by piece. And I understand this is a process that's going to take a long time, right. right? And people always kind of call me out on being flexible or being able to do handstands. I always joke with them. My mom paid a lot of fucking money <laughs> for me to be able to do that. I didn't just come in here and be able to do that, right? Like that's years and years and years. And I think that 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 sort of gets lost in translation sometimes. Right. Yeah, so going back to that, uh, the rub was, so you get to train and do all these crazy gymnastics stuff, and that's what uh, brings like former gymnasts or people with experience in gymnastics to CrossFit. But then at the same time, you're going to get those who have never done anything before, and they hear and see, like you were just mentioning, Andrea, uh, those who come in and who are naturals, like, yeah. oh, do the handstand. You're like, oh my... Holy crap, that's so amazing. Why don't I look like that? I work hard. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, but you don't have the experience quite yet. You're, you've been in here. You've been lifting a lot, but you haven't been doing your handstands. So. I feel like it's the same with... Um, or your tumbling or your body control. Yeah, I feel like it's the same when somebody walks in and is like, oh, man, damn, Sarah looks good, right? Well, she put in her due time, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing that they... She works on it. Yeah, and it's the same sort of thing, even though... In here, it's sort of like that flair, that party trick sort of mentality. It, I, that's not how I grew up, right? In the gymnastics world, it's the unsexy shit first, right? That's all you train. You're not, you're not in the gym doing all the crazy stuff all the time. Our training on Fridays growing up <laughs> were conditioning only. Three hours, that's it. No routines, no apparatus. That was it. That's the time that is required, and I think that that isn't a year it compounded by years and yeah. years and years yeah, yeah, yeah. and years and years so and when, that's, we make, when we make you do three minutes of planks yeah you're like knowing oh. you're, you're gonna get to move on to something else after your goal is to push you guys will push yourself during the workout where it's timed and stuff um it's sad to see athletes give up in yeah. 
in those kind of warm-ups or conditioning sets or whatever? If I went gymnastics coach on your ass, you'd all be doing like 30 minutes of plank because if one person comes down, guess what? You all <laughs> restart. Yeah. yeah. That's I, how, I mean... <laughs> I started bringing up those kind of uh, training concepts in a lot of my level two or barbell things. Like, totally. Hey, guys, if anybody breaks, we're restarting. Mm-hmm. And then everybody really, the team mm-hmm. really starts showing up because they start yelling at each other and yeah. like... Whether it's encouraging or don't you fucking dare. Heckling. You, well, if you drop, I'm going to kill you <laughs> as soon as you know, we're done with these We're planks. all done together at the same time. Right. Well, I feel like that's a good translation, too, because as a competitive gymnast, it's an individual sport, right? Like You're not a team. It's you and you alone, which has so many benefits. But at the same time, when you do that sort of thing, it's, it's similar to in here. Like, what you do affects only you, right? Mm-hmm. So when you bring in that little bit of the, the team, like, don't let that other person down because they'll get fucking yeah. pissed. You're all going to reset yeah. if that person drops. But you're not used to that because it's all about you all the time, so you can bring in that element of, like, you can't let somebody else down because... Right. Anyway. Don't be the weak link in the chain, like I've been saying. Right? So. Well, especially in a level two class. Nobody wants to be that. Right. I was going to say, um, it's the culture we live in of that short-term gratification you know mm-hmm. i want to get it done now and then yeah exactly and then and then using your physicality and its fullest expression and like learning these skills it's kind of a new thing right mainstream it's a new thing and i'm speaking about crossfit but also mixed martial arts and stuff like that that range like people are dabbling in these things in their late later life right. um and they want to be good at it today right because mm-hmm. they, they see these people who did it when it wasn't cool for their entire lives and are doing amazing things and they want to do that too because I put in I've put in 10 months <laughs> how come I haven't you know I haven't PR'd anything and I can't do a handstand still well it's funny because I get I, I get specific gymnastics questions often obviously um, but sometimes people are like hey how many cast wall walks did you do to get a handstand zero right like I learned in a different capacity so yeah. I can't I can't Qualify or give you a quantitative number of like, okay, you need to train for this many hours and do this many things, and then your handstand will look like this, right? I, the learning process is so different because you're right. Like, they're learning as adults, and now you're limited by mobility. You're limited by joints. You're limited by how much you rest or a job, right? Um, so that always comes and, up. And too. what's and the, the necessary time for one person, it could be, you know, some people may never get their handstand. Correct, and if you don't, that's you have shitty hollow bodies. Yeah, like <laughs> so. You know, asking you—that's cute. They ask you because you know what they want. They want to hear you say like ten thousand. I wish I had an answer. Same thing. That's with what my, you just say. Just I know. Same say. thing with my flexibility, right? Like, oh, Andrea, doesn't that hurt your knees? No. <laughs> well, what'd you do? I Worked stretched <laughs> through puberty, right? Like, I, yeah. it was nothing. I wish I had an answer for you to be like, go sit in splits for two hours a day, like, yeah. well, which I did at one point. But. but, but that is the whole like that experience is within you. That's why you are where you are right. with those particular things. It's same thing, you know, on my end uh, and on Tina's end when you're able to demo uh, a movement or show something. And it's like a, a big wow moment for other people. Mm-hmm. It's like, guys, that didn't show up on my doorstep one Christmas. Um, God, that would be awesome if you could just write a Christmas. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, I want a, I want flexibility. Thanks, Santa. Um, I had to work on it, and it, it took yeah. me a long time. Um, but maybe it was one of those things. That it was it was indirect work. Mm-hmm. You didn't realize you were building hamstring strength uh, and and flexibility, but. Um, I helped my mom garden growing up, or I helped my mom garden growing up, and, uh, you know, we would go to, like, uh, Home Depot or Lowe's, and I would have to be the one f- filling up the car with the with the rocks and all that stuff, and then I had to be the one taking it out of the car and then putting it down on the ground. So I'm stretching my hamstrings each and every time, and they're loaded. So the moment I get to utilize that skill, those movement patterns in the gym – Oh look! I'm, magically, I'm able to deadlift, uh, you know, sixty kilos plus uh, out of the blue with no experience on the barbell. And it's like, yeah, because your practice was never with the barbell; it was elsewhere. Uh, but you still had practice; you still had experience, and that counts. Um, so, for those who are aspiring to get better, it, it's that whole thing that um, you know, 
we've mentioned to other people, and I know I mentioned in the FIT classes, but grease the groove a little bit uh, over a long period of time is going to help. It's just like anybody talking to you about like investing money or saving up or whatever. Uh, it's the same kind of deal. So if I want to get better at pull-ups, do a pull-up when you get in the gym. Do a pull-up before you leave. But if you are consistent with that and then you're consistent with how often you come to the gym, even though you might uh, never show up for a pull-up workout, the day that you do, magically you're going to do, uh, you're going to surprise yourself well enough because you're like, oh, I never do more than one pull-up in a row. Yeah, but you know, you show up five times a week and that yields about 10 pull-ups. That's why you can do it so well. You don't worry about the singles because you know you can always get a single. So what you're saying is when I turn 65, I'll have my pull-ups. If you keep doing pull-ups, yeah. <laughs> you better start today. Yeah, you better start saving. Consistency and unsexy shit. Yeah, that's that's it. So speaking of unsexy, tumbling basics. Like, literally, what what? I'm going to walk into that class... I'm gonna have my leotard on. I'm ready for the judges. Uh, if you show up in a leotard, I will. I don't know. If buy I buy you a coffee, if I <laughs> I have leotard, it might fit you. <laughs> I used to have uh, I, adult large ballet, ballet <laughs> leotards. If I still had that'll, them, I would, I would walk. I would work out in them <laughs> all the time. I would show up to barbell club with my my velvet leotard. <laughs> Which with the sheer, with the sheer shoulders, you know. And at that point, we would call it a singlet. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not my postpartum body, but before I used to go to adult gymnastics in a leotard, and people uh-huh. be like, "What the fuck?" You're like, "Oh, this, Who is this, this bitch, this bitch is living out some childhood dreams." And what happens? <laughs> you know. Look at her present. <laughs> Damn. I'm gonna throw my phone up in the air with a, a number five on it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm gonna show up to class. What are we doing? Well, you know, Andrea and I actually haven't talked about programming quite yet. <laughs> we're about <Okay>. to. <laughs> we're about to. Uh, but just the things that we're going to be, you know, that you're going to have people be doing. Uh, I'm, we're going to go back to gymnastics positioning. You're going to hollow. You're going to arch. You're going to tuck. You're going to flat tuck. You got. You have to learn these positions. <laughs> I wonder if we should just shouldn't tell people because it sounds like stuff they don't want to do. Right. They're like, oh, it's fucking foundation. I mean, you know, you're going to come in and be like, <laughs> you're gonna do back what's up, flip. my dude? I'm going to teach you how to do a backflip right now. Yeah. Because you call it a backflip. Does that piss you off? Because it really pisses, pisses me, off. me off so back much. It pisses me off a lot. Please say back tuck. You back tuck or front, front tuck. tuck or, please don't say flip. Yes. Anyway, yeah. I digress. Rolling. Yeah. Right. Um, so they should take their drama mean. Yeah. Possibly. Right. That's very Possibly. real. Remember when we had that coach Yeah, training? I do. You got and real busy. Everybody, yeah, everybody was going for it, and a few, a few coaches. I'm not going to name names. They, <laughs> they felt sick all day. Yeah. After, after that, just uh, with the continuous. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's one of those things. You might be able, your capacity might be able to hold one or two forward rolls. What happens when you do five or six or ten? Mm-hmm. You're going to be on your ass, and it's going to, you know, even if you're used to the CrossFit training world. Very Being tired from like air squatting and running and lifting bars, you're going to be a totally different kind of uh, tired. The, the kind that makes you want to go home uh, and just like cuddle up in blankets and fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Like well, you, you don't. You have to kind of. You don't have time to reflect on life, but you just want the uh, the immediate like. You want warmth. Comfort. If you had a fireplace comfort. and comfort, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to sit warm, down in front of it. Be held. Yeah. You know, we we're also we were approaching the forward rolls, and and I think that's all we did, right? Um, like as many as many reps as possible, pretty much. Like the, you know, like we just kept on mm-hmm. like four rolls in a short mat. Um, I know sometimes really, that's not really how you should you know should approach that. Right when we play that stuff, I, I'm taking a, a general consensus of the group, and I'm like, all right, keep going. Mm-hmm. And then the more people I see kind of drop off and stop going, it tells me like, okay, good. You're not saying it out loud, but your body is telling you you've had enough. Yeah. I'm going to let those who haven't had enough try to get their fill a little bit more. But then as soon as we're ready, we'll start. We'll try to move on. Same thing with like uh, we did level two this past weekend on Saturday and I had a snatch speed ladder. And I was like, all right, hit it when you can. And you saw those who really wanted to hit it multiple times and, like, a couple people who hit it, like, once or twice. I was like, all right, well, you could work on your capacity for more work. 
and you know that could be the thing that's holding you back from your goals so same thing with rolling same thing with tumbling um, and then when we say tumbling you know it's not just rolling there's a there's a lot of other things that involved in that so are you going to be doing any mobility stuff uh, we might check but it's not going to be act- it's it's um, one of those things like the mobility comes into play to be able to do the movement Mm-hmm. Like touch your hands on the ground for a forward roll yeah. with yeah. some straightish legs. Yes. Yeah. Or you know, to a, a higher, like higher intermediate advanced level, like something like a straddle forward roll. Mm-hmm. Like, can you can you essentially get into the beginning position of a Cossack squat and hold that and point your damn toes <laughs> while you roll around? Can you compress? Can you use your skills from the sit up? Um, and a good morning and uh, a toe touch mm-hmm. and all that stuff and, and like oh those those sound familiar to oh, excuse me crossfitters cool you're gonna need that now when it comes it's a skill transfer bring that over to the gymnastics tumbling and if you don't have it you're gonna find out real quick and I think people shouldn't uh, the way that I sort of phrase forward rolls I don't know about Andrew because I don't have paid attention to how he's talking about it but even though they're very rudimentary in the adult world super important because if you ever want to do a freestanding handstand that's exactly how you can come out of it super safely um so right and not and not do the equivalent to a belly flop a back flop or a back, back flop. flop yeah which knocks the wind out of you um so and it just looks really and is embarrassing <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looks which is most loud. important we just super had a conversation yeah. <laughs> you've just proven your lameness yeah. <laughs> but even though in the in the gymnastics world it's very elementary it shouldn't be taken that way in here which is mm-hmm. why there's an FIT tech with yeah. it because it can translate to that and that skill can translate to you know everything else that we do in here mm-hmm like standing up out of a forward roll without your hands right is like a progression to a pistol yeah. or you know Secrets. Secrets. did you see that video of Melissa's daughter doing a like perfect pistol on Instagram no that's awesome because she's a gymnast and she's just like mom look at how to do like this is how you do a pistol <laughs> was, was Melissa awesome. like damn it yeah yeah her caption was something of the sort so it was funny yeah no I didn't see I'll, I'll check that out um yeah, it's it's one of those things too. Um, thinking about it, we just had a conversation for, for HQ beforehand, uh, before we started uh, this. But you know, some issues with some athletes who aren't bailing from the bar correctly. Some of that is tumbling. I know, like if I'm doing a clean and I don't catch it, I can roll back and get the fuck away from it. Falling. Or, yeah, it's it's controlling my falls and making sure that I am not under the object that's falling. Yeah. I, and I will say that as a gymnast in that world, in the gymnastics world, we spent time learning how to fall. I.e., if you straddle a balance beam, yeah, you can you can imagine what that would feel like. We learned as young gymnasts how to fall correctly, so that you can avoid that sort of. Mm-hmm. I mean, you will straddle the beam, but to fall better. And so there's we, a reason guys aren't on the balance beam yes. as an event, right? That being yes. said, we get something like the pommel, like the horse, yeah. but it's still like those those same concepts that are taught to the girls on the beam are the same concepts that guys have to learn on the pommel. You know yeah. what event freaks me the fuck out, and I don't know how y'all do this, that damn vault. You are trucking it down that runway yeah, you are. As at fast full as you speed and then jumping off some shit and <laughs> flipping over it and stuff. How yeah. do you even start? While we're talking about it, that? gymnasts as a, uh, as a whole could learn how to run a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Probably. They, they all kind of run the same, right? A little like... They're not really taught uh, yeah. how to run. They're just expected like the, you, machine, the machine is strong. It yeah. will figure this out. Mm-hmm. You're expected to use that power. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's a really short distance, but yes, yeah. agree. Yeah. The running it's start scary, helps. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember when uh, we first met uh, Coach Summer uh, down in Arizona at, for one of our first uh, certifications with him. We were talking about how we've uh, been really getting into running form and learning how to teach people well. And he was like, oh, yeah, you, got, you should teach some of my gymnasts. Mm-hmm. No one knows how to run. We just expect them to know how. But there's a... Uh, he doesn't say it as much now in gymnastics bodies, but if you see any of his old texts, he really talks about the importance of running 
as a warm up and as a way to, um, you know, I think this is why he, he and uh, Coach Greg Glassman um, melded the minds in the very very beginning because they understood things like, hey, I'm gonna make my my gymnast practice gymnast. If you're Glassman, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have my gymnast gymnast practice an L sit. I'm gonna make him run around the block. He's gonna come back in. He's gonna practice it again, so we can see what he looks like fatigued and emulate what that fatigue is, or something like that. Anyway, that's a, a quick aside. Um, Vault was the worst. I'll tell you that for me, it, it looks I, terrifying. As as a as a gymnast standards, I am not a powerful gymnast. I am a flexible, graceful gymnast. Uh, so don't talk routines. to me about vault. We can talk yeah. about floor and beam all day long. Okay. Yeah. I like the floor and high bar. I yeah. wish I got into the rings more because that's obviously what we do in here. But mm-hmm. uh, high bar is one of my favorites. Speaking of which, we still have one that we just can't put up because we don't have a ceiling for it. You do. Yeah, dude. That's fucking awesome. We had one. It, we had it at SLU. We just never could set it up. Mm. You need to set up those stall bars. Yes, we do. That's more important. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, it'll be exciting next week for those who do attend. Uh, learn think, how to do something. I think it's also fun to more. just do something fun and kind of silly, and not many people have experience right. with it. And when we did our trainers training with it, I think you guys all had fun. And yeah, there were some closet gymnasts in here. Cough, cough, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. I call her the starfish. Because <laughs> yeah. you know why. Yep. That dismount. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think it'll be fun for people to to roll around and get on the floor and. That's the thing. Speaking of primal, you know, it takes you back yeah. a little bit. Because as adults, we don't we don't hang out on the ground and roll around. Mm-mm. So guys, hang out on the ground and roll around. <laughs> like babies. What should they wear? Like. The baby. Uh, clothes and ideally clothes that Pineapple hide the goods. Pineapple shorts. Yeah, shorts that don't that are hide the goods, oh, guys. If you're gonna yeah, wear no. shorts, wear something. That we don't want hugs. tits and dicks flying. Whoa, out. whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa, whoa. whoa. Hey, also, me. no shoes. Kick that shit off. Yeah. Oh, so right. make sure you're wearing clean get, socks. Or if you're gonna go barefoot, get your toes did. File those things down. Yeah. No one's trying to get cut. Don't cut my mats with your grody ass toenails. <laughs> yeah. Gross. <laughs> it happens, man. Yeah. No, I know. That's gross. Uh, we have some nail cutters in the bathrooms for you, <laughs> you people who forget. But oh, I'm going to call you out on FCF your... FCF pedicure. On your witch nails. Nasty. Oh. Nasty. There's, there's something about the word toenails that just, like, I can't. Toenails. Are you not a fan of feet in general, or just no feet? I don't mind that much. But when you talk of toenails okay. and you isolate them from the foot, kind of gross, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> it's I, I like, Do I, not. I, I didn't understand it happy. until you just described it. Now, <laughs> now it's kind of grody. Isolated. Isolated. If you isolate the toenail from the, t- the foot. From the foot. Yes. If you are clipping your any, anything, if you're clipping your nails near me, I and it, it sounds uncontrolled. I hate that sound. You need to contain that shit. <laughs> there are I, times in here when I'm eating my lunch at my desk and someone's clipping their really? nails, and I, uh, I, you know, my I've OCD. never heard anybody. So that nails. you can only imagine what that does, Ugh. and I just I stop eating and I close Ugh. my container. <laughs> I have trained my husband to not cut his nails when I'm home because it just at the sound of it even though I like when I do it to myself it's fine mm-hmm. but like just listening to the noise yeah it, it's well just I know where my shit goes like if it goes flying I'm gonna find it I'm and gonna you know, find pick it hey guys you know what support local business go see your local <laughs> nail lady shop. you don't have my to get your shit street. gents you don't have to get your shit painted or buffed or anything like that oh you got a uh, pedicure recently yeah I, I got a I got a pedicure it's on nice. Valentine's Day for the first time that, ever that's so nice and guess what like I enjoyed it simply because I sat in an awesome massage chair and, and then your to, shit looked good I got to soak my feet for a little bit yeah well it's like you know what I, I I can do a better job of cutting my nails myself but it was still like you know I got a little foot massage a paraffin bath thing um, <laughs> she massaged my calves which felt really good yeah so I was like all right that's cool and it was like 14 bucks so that was fine so uh, do that before. Go you treat in. yourself yeah. before yeah. FIT Tech so yeah. that you don't have grody ass whatever. I'm not trying to see your hobbit feet. Also, I feel like people should be ready for some touching. 
Oh, that's see, these are good things yeah. to know. So, I, I mean, why? Why? Because <laughs> <Why? laughs> oh, I'm a creeper. This will be hands on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Andrea and I are gonna drive our big white van with no oh windows. My God. Uh, <laughs> I was like, drive what? This is a children's show. No, just kidding. And uh, yes, jump in the back. We're gonna go tumble. I have candy. We get candy. Um, no, I mean, I think that. I mean, if I don't speak for you, Andrew, as well, you can correct me. But oh, I'll jump in. Don't yeah, worry. No, I'm not really worried. Um, uh, the other question I get a lot uh, with handstand specifically, and this applies to all gymnastics across the board, is how I learn to do things like without a band or against the wall. Well, the, the answer to that is, is I had a coach that touched me, right? Mm-hmm. You have a coach that assists you only as much as you need. And I think that's super important to remember as well that when you have somebody assisting you only that much, right? A band is going to assist you as much as it it does every time, or the wall is always there um, to a certain degree, so maybe it's always too much help. Um, So, like, physical coaching um, is super important in gymnastics, and I think that tactile feedback is super important. So thing, with things like rolling or placement of where things should be, um, it's much more hands-on, right? And now you don't have a piece of equipment. It's you and you alone. I'm not going to touch you when you're throwing a barbell up over your head and you're kind of janky at it, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna try to fix you with my words first. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me personally, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch you more. I'm, a, I'm all into touching. I feel like tactile is huge, especially yeah. when you're tactile trying to... Tactile is super important. Yeah, because you don't know where your body... Like, if you have not really done a lot of athletic stuff and you're an adult and now we're asking you to do forget gymnastics anything yeah i'm asking you to move your body in space and time and you have no idea where anything is and then i flip you upside down and ask you to do even more stuff and we have no mirrors in here for a reason yeah but that also there's you wouldn't believe i'm sure you've all experienced it how many people think they're doing one thing and they're actually doing something totally different yeah Yeah. right because they can't see themselves and they don't have that body awareness so tactile cues I very much appreciate, and so you're about to appreciate them. Well, and for anybody who's worked with me before, like, the other benefit, too, there is some politics in the world of training, and it's like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to place my hands on your shoulders and stuff. You know, yes, I understand. us a bad rap, What's basically. Up? Molesters. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, like, um... We have to be somebody, so careful. Somebody put a video of, uh, an exercise video... Uh, you know, a clip online of an exercise video from like the the eighty early eighties or seventies or something with Arnold creepily spotting some chick who is doing some bicep curls. You don't need to stand behind them and engross their bodies. No, not uh, for a bicep curl. To, to spot a bicep curl, I could stand or to in front spot of anything, them. Really, I could stand in front of them and put my hands on the bar, and that's another way to spot, right? So. Yeah, there's there's definitely a bad rep that came out of it because it gave creepers a legitimate uh, in to get close to other people. That being said, I was never a fan of that because, like Andrea said, I understood the importance of the tactile cue. So, for anybody who's worked with me here, by being in the gym, I'm I'm going to probably place my hands on you at some point with the intention. Uh, and you guys already know how serious I am about doing things correctly. I'm not going to give you a butt smack or anything like that, but I might, I might close my hand, turn it into a fist, and punch you in the ass real quick <laughs> and say, turn that on. No, it's not turned on. Punch, punch, punch. It's not on yet. I'm going to keep punching you in the ass until you turn it on kind of thing, right? <laughs> and that's a very rare case that I have to do that. I'm just going to sound clip. I'm just going to clip the ends. <laughs> punch, punch, punch until in you, that ass. Until you <laughs> squeeze that ass or whatever. Until you in squeeze that ass. I'm going to keep touching. No, but it's super it. important. And I think that, especially for things like handstands, so many people... I mean, that's a good example. Yeah, or because engaging the, the backside of your shoulders. People don't oh, know how sure. to do. But oh, then I yeah. put my hands on the back, and all of a sudden, it's on, right? Same thing with, like, uh, you know, Andrea was talking about, like, pointing your toes and stuff. You yeah. lock out the quad. Oh, I don't yep. know what to do. Boom, boom, boom. Hit you in your, you know, give you a dead leg. Oh, now you know, right? Um, so poking does definitely help uh, because you gotta feel it it's yeah, like a po- neuromuscular thing yeah poking appropriately yeah not weird long 
long gestating oh. hands and stuff like that. <laughs> lingering and, and soft touches. Lingering soft touches. That's when it gets uh that's when it gets creepy. I'm I'm going to hit you. Yeah, no, I'm gonna be violent. Right. Uh that's that shows my lack of affection for you. Uh, <laughs> you also showing, get you some aggression out. While showing my affection for your movement. Well I think also in the uh handstand FIT tech you pulled Michi's feet. From the top, right? And right. you had her push against you, and then you pulled her up. Yeah, the Chinese things, hand drill. Yeah, uh, same thing. Learning how to protract those shoulders. We tell you to push away from the ground, and it doesn't it doesn't click hardly ever. Right. So those sort of cues too that you're being yeah. So for those who uh, don't know what she's talking about, there's a drill that I'll use for some handstands. If uh, it's simply uh, elongating the posture and the body to hit alignment, as opposed to trying to control each piece over and over and over. I'll stand on a really, really high surface, and I'll have um, the person kick up into a freestanding handstand with a spotter, but I should have access to the feet uh, high in the air, and I'm simply then going to push down on them. Mm. And I'm going to continue pushing down and tell that person to fight against me so they have to elongate more and more and more, and every once in a while, I'm going to pull my hands off, and they're going to be holding a perfect handstand that's in balance and I'll only put my hands back down if I think they're in danger of possibly getting out of position again. But it's a fun little drill that shows that um, it's essentially not about control all the time, controlling each of the 20 pieces of your posture when it's really like, if I think macro or global, I just need to stretch my body out. Yeah. And if I can do that well, oh, hey, look. Just like sometimes with the snatching or overhead squats, I'll say, push the bar to the ceiling or push the bar up or push. And then, you know, hey, look, now it's more stable and it doesn't shake or you don't dislocate the bar back or drop it forward because you put it in line with your body. You put it in line with your posture and your point of balance. Ta-da. Magic. Magic. So, you know. I give you guys all this free information on this podcast all the goddamn time. <laughs> Use it! I listen. I know, I know, you listen. <laughs> and arguably you're the, the last person who needs it around here. Right. <laughs> oh, that's not true. With my, my postpartum core needs that shit, girl. That's yeah. right. Yeah, uh, Tina, you were talking about that little uh, meme or thing that you wrote or was on Facebook yeah. with uh, people not reading or not listening. Yeah. Can you explain that? To the listeners. Oh, it was. It's just like a um, a meme about someone selling pies, and it's got all the information: the kind of pie, how much it is, um, the hours in which you can order it, and where you can contact the person, the phone number in which to order these pies, and it's a list of all the me- questions on social media regarding basically everything that's already <laughs> answered. Just the nature of customer service. It's like people don't want to put in any. You do all the work for them up front, thinking. That's that's gonna be you know make it easy and then they choose they choose not to read it. What what kind of pies are you selling? <laughs> I said apple. I said apple pies. Damn it! Wait wait I'm, I'm gonna get off of work late. Uh, I saw you posted hours, but when is the latest I can get this? <laughs> Two to six p.m. That's it. Okay, but theoretically, if I get off at six, what's the latest <laughs> I can pick up? Six p.m. Okay, but what kind of? Co- <laughs> How much are these again? What kind of pies are these? Five dollars. Wait, I wanted to buy a dresser. <laughs> what? Are you selling? Oh, wait, uh. Yeah. People, so, listen. Yeah, yeah, just listen. Read. The information listen. is out there. The information Double is out check. There. But you know what? Wait. Maybe you don't deserve your handstands because because like, you don't, you don't listen to your coach. You're not going to put in the work anyway. Like you're the person who <laughs> needs this stuff spoon fed to you, and you're never going to make it there. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to say this because I'm I haven't always been at FCF, mm-hmm. and I am a diehard FCF for now. You come to this gym and you listen to the coaches. You have some really good content. There's right? some gold here, guys. There is the really is. And you know what? What we you have, wanted. We have, I think she's a transfer. Is Kylie a transfer? Yes. yes. She was talking to Jesse and I this morning saying that we have, she's been, she visited a few gyms in this city and she's from North Carolina. She said that we have something very special here. And I, all of this information that is given on the podcast and in class, just listen, man. You know they take they take this shit for granted. I know. Basically. Don't you want to just like? Uh, it's, you know, and 
and I, you know, I listen to fellow coaches and I'm always like, oh man, gems, gems everywhere. And so you yeah. take, you yeah. take those gems and Are I we use the only those, ones that see these? I, I don't know. We, we geek out on our own <laughs> I, shit. There's like definitely a higher true. level of understanding. Because we want and, to, right? And, and the whole like, there's a reason we talk a bunch before class. There's some important information that is relevant to you. Yeah. Uh, and well, I know you don't need that, but you know you you think you might need that. But you're paying me the flashlight to put light on these things. That's your favorite analogy: the path of the flashlight. Yeah, and you keep running into the fucking walls <laughs> over and over and, and over. And I'm holding this damn light. And I'm showing you the way, dude. <laughs> just follow me. It's just right there. Right. Yeah. Look, but your like eyes are closed and you're wandering around. No, it's so true. I mean, sometimes I feel like they they stand there. And I'm sure, I mean, you both feel this way. I think Andrew just doesn't give a shit anymore. Oh, yeah, we were Wait, talking and, about Did how... you say Andrew or Andrea? And, Andrew doesn't okay. care about it anymore. <laughs> but, like, when we stand in front of the class and it's skills time and we're talking about things, things that they need to know and what they need to focus on today and why, and we feel like this is so important... But that I get a sense that they're just gloss. They're just <laughs> blank you know what I mean? They're just like that I'm just waiting for her to be done, and then we can finally start lifting some weights or something. Yes. And it's it's and I say the same thing over and over again because especially with HelloFit, we're doing the same shit over and over again, just packaged differently, you guys. Mm-hmm. And if I'm saying the same stuff over and over again because same I see with barbell, the same shit. Same with kettlebell. Yeah. Same yeah. with mobility. Here's a little link for you. When we give you corrections on minute things. And then you don't listen, you don't give a shit. Okay, well, guess what? That's what all the unsexy shit is that's going to make you better, especially mm-hmm. in gymnastics. You want to wrap this up with gymnastics back into it? <laughs> yeah. Like, those are minute corrections. And if I'm like, hey, you know, whatever, fix your feet angle. You're on your squat. It's a little wonky. And you're just like, well, I'm not going to really listen. Okay, well, you're not going to get any better, right? But, but, Andrea, how do I get my squat up? Yeah, no kidding. And, like... Uh, we're here to help you and make you better. It's not like, hey, fix your feet angle. I want you to get real shitty at this. Yeah. Are you, are you, <laughs> yeah. yo, my dude, are you trying to pay me to help you or are you paying me to tell you what you, you want to hear? hear? Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't provide uh, the latter. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm, when I'm coaching, whether it's mobility or HelloFit or CrossFit, I feel like, man, they they come in so often like they already know all of this don't they you know but I feel like half the time they don't listen and they don't listen yeah but it's like yeah, honestly, if, I, if I'm repeating it the broken record is a reaction to the other broken record <laughs> you, well I think I think the proof is is when somebody goes oh wait I just felt my hamstrings when I did a kettlebell swing. you know I finally understood that <laughs> yeah I had to tell you 20 times yeah yeah or, you know, I had to tell you for two sense. years straight yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, wh- uh, what's a thruster again? Yeah. <laughs> Nate, you've been here for seven years. <laughs> know, right? Nine. Could you could you show me what that movement? Is? Yeah. I mean, and and to be fair, some people are I mean, that's slower in their relationship with their body. Right, totally and, and maybe it's just a reminder. You know, I just yeah. I just want to make fun of it. That's a trainer. Like they like, have an aha moment where they're like, "Oh my god, I have." I'm finally in my posterior chain. <laughs> I'm finally there. You're telling me those are my hamstrings? <laughs> For everybody who attended Monday. Yeah. So. I've never felt that before. It is, A it lot is of people special. are feeling that. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely feeling those. I'm... It's really hard for me to walk right now. <laughs> Somebody told me this morning their hamstrings hurt so bad. And I was like, yay, you did it correctly. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I, but it hurts. Yeah. Yeah, they woke up. <laughs> yeah. Good morning. Oh. Getting better hurts, guys. Yeah. Get used to it. You know what? What hurts even more is, I mean, it hurts because if you're not consistent, of course it's going to hurt. Uh, not not hurt. It's uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Getting yes. better. That's another thing. Distinguishing between what's uncomfortable and what's actually and what's painful. actually bad and painful. Yeah, yeah. and that's we could we could save that for another time. Right, but that's like that's something interesting to navigate. But anyways, it's time to do some shout outs. Oh yes, shout out to Beyonce, who I'm apparently seeing tonight. <gasps> you are? Yeah, I didn't even. I have a friend who has a ticket. I wasn't gonna buy it off of him, but now nobody's going, and he doesn't want to waste it. So is he giving it to you? Yeah. <gasps> yes. So girl. I have to mentally. Pre- Prepare myself. Shout out Beyonce. Beyonce. And Lemonade and all that other stuff. Yeah. Anyone you want to shout out, Andrea? I'll shout out my little boo-boo. Of course. My Declan. 
Oh, and I shout out to the gym because I get to bring him here all the time. Otherwise, my life would be very difficult, and I wouldn't yeah, man. be a part of this anymore. It's a nice, it's a nice setup. You can like when I see stuff in the news about people getting, you know. Harassed for doing things like breastfeeding, and then you're like, Oh, the if you guys were in the gym, you would find out real quick. Andrew doesn't give a fuck, yeah, I, but that's great. I, like, how you don't get that liberty anywhere, really. I mean, I, I hope that I don't offend anybody, and I'm not trying to. If you care, I will cover up, but otherwise, I really don't give a fuck because yeah. he needs to eat. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm there for, I am super appreciative of that. So, yeah, yeah. just thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Tony. No problem. Shout out Kirkland Signature for all your awesome products. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Shout out to um, Empire Espresso. I needed this uh, Americano. Mm. I, I think I need one. But it's also really late. It's 5 o'clock now. 5 yeah, well, PM. I have Beyonce to get ready for. What time right. is that concert? It's at 9. Where? Too late. I think. I don't know where. Key? It's going to be a big place, so, right? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I would, I would guess. I don't know. Well, Shout out to Mark, who's coaching out there right now. He's never around anymore, so it's nice to see him in here. Shout out to all the people who are doing a hard work, hard hero workout Laredo today. Especially those in this class right now. I see three weight vests on. Mm-hmm. And your pregnant girlfriend. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Baby Bueno's out there. Baby Bueno. She here. Okay. And Francine, Mama, Mama Francine. Yeah, shout out to all the mothers and the parents in here. And the daddies. And the aunties and uncles that oh yeah. Help out. And the baby village, y'all. It does. Oh, it so does. We need to do a podcast on that. I told Sheena that her and I should hijack this. You guys should both, yeah. Both come on and she should talk pregnancy. We should just yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Tina and I will just be in the background and I'll be annoyingly sipping um, (laughs) Kelcliffe. All right, be excellent to each other. Bye. Bye.